Welcome to the SBCA Podcast Component Connection. Looking at how businesses around the country are innovating to take advantage of opportunities in the construction supply chain. Now, here's your host, Sean Shields. Welcome, everyone. On today's podcast brought to you by the Structural Building Components Association, we are going to continue our discussion with Joel Fleischman and Jason Blinker of Drexel Building Supply in Campbellsport, Wisconsin. On the last episode, Joel and Jason shared how Drexel has grown into a Midwest powerhouse and why the logical next step is to invest $27 million in a solar-powered robotic trust plant. On this episode, Joel and Jason are going to take a closer look at how Drexel has incorporated component manufacturing into its business model and why this hefty investment just makes good sense. Joel and Jason, welcome back to the podcast. Glad to be back, Sean. Thank you. Yeah, same. Ditto. Same. <laughs> Let's roll. <laughs> I love the enthusiasm. Thanks, guys. So uh, we began last time by talking about Drexel's journey from a four-person operation in 1985 to a company that now has over 650 team members at nine locations. But as you mentioned, Joel, you came to the component manufacturing uh, industry relatively recently through the purchase of Trust Systems in 2018. Uh, Can you talk a little bit about why Drexel wanted to get into the component manufacturing industry? Why did you want to supply components through your LBM locations? And can you share a little bit about uh, why acquiring Steve Schmansky's operation was a, a good solution at the time? Uh, great question. Thank you. 2017 uh, had a company realization we all did of panelization, modulization, offsite construction, we're a lumberyard. And it's like if it, this needs to be figured out within our, within our industry, but in Wisconsin, and, and we all know that listen to this podcast, right? We, uh, um, I, I'm, I had so many contractors calling me that, Hey, we have a, can you find me framers? Um, I'm sick of my returns. Um, can you guarantee my lumber list? I don't want to pay for more or less. Um, and, and the value engineering that really wasn't being done on, on the job sites was kind of driving me all crazy. And, and we all had a light bulb moment of like, we need to get into offsite construction before somebody else does. In my lifetime, I'm 47, at least in Wisconsin, uh, we have completely lost as, as a building material retailer. Um, and most places in the nation would agree to that. I've lost the drywall business. I've lost the overhead door business. We're losing the roofing business. The the drywallers are starting to buy, bought all the drywall. The overhead door guys buy all the overhead doors. The shinglers buy all the shingles. You know what's going to be next if, if we don't participate? Lumber, our core business. It's going to go offsite construction. Either framers are going to take care of that or a better plant is. So we knew we had to get into that before we lost our core business. Uh, and we were, we've been obsessed with it ever since. So the start of that was, hey, we need to get into this business. And when we purchased Trust Systems, who had only done roof and floors, the idea was, yeah, this, this is the future. This is how we're going to get into offsite construction. And then by the grace of God, honestly, uh, we were able to take that from a, a vision to reality with uh, Jason Blinker and uh, Blinker Companies in Amherst, Wisconsin. And, and, and we were able to take um, two, two bitter rivals. We would have been bitter, Jason and I would have been bitter rivals to the day we retired uh, instead to join forces and make this happen. So that's the why. I love that. You know, and in our last podcast, you know, you guys talked about the coffee. 
session that led to hopefully lots of good craft beer. But I, you know, you you talked about your shared vision, but I, I'm curious, can you spend a little bit more time talking about what was that shared vision? Like, what is it that both of you guys saw that you wanted to do together? I'll start out with that one, Sean. I think it's really fundamentally trying to fix the industry. There's a, there's a lot of issues with our industry. Who wants to go to a job site and, and slog around in the mud and the dirt and, um, you know, all that and, and beat yourself up, beat your body up um, to, to build houses and build buildings. There's a, there's a better way to do it. And by working at this together and, and finding those solutions, uh, automating our production facility, uh, and bringing in some technology and, and better tools for the craftsmen out there. Uh, we, we all know that there's a shortage out there of, of skilled tradespeople. You know, people don't want to get into this industry. This industry is not a glitzy, glamorous industry. So somehow, some way we need to figure out how to make, bring in technology so that the younger generation sees that we're not dinosaurs and, and we're going to move this thing forward. And, and I think that's what excited me and what still excites me about this industry. I've, I've grown up in it, but I've seen the evolution from hammers to pneumatic nail guns and now to, to robotics. And it's just exciting to be, uh, we're going to, we're going to evolutionize this industry. It, it, it's taken hundreds of years, but the next 10 are going to be really exciting. This is what this is what keeps me up at night, Sean, and, and I think Jason's shared vision. Can a company take a, a group of amazing people with positive attitudes in our industry, with a culture where we all get along and work as a team and truly believe in that, and a, a culture where you do not have to be a 30-year vet in this industry to get a job, and, and to hire an amazing amount of young people, an amazing amount of women, um, and can, can a company do that? And then can a company actually make their competition completely irrelevant? What a core component that it should be for any business and what a vision. And we can do that with offsite construction. I'm so sick of comparing my two by four studs to somebody else. That's not value added. That's simply selling a commodity down the street and where I fundamentally do need to be the lowest price. Are there service components within that? Slightly, but we aren't making the competition irrelevant. Offsite construction makes the competition irrelevant in your marketplace, but it takes a severe investment. It takes a vision that a lot of companies just simply won't have to execute this. And that's what we're jacked up about here. Nice. Nice. Well, you know, Jason, I was looking at your new title there at Drexel, Offsite Solutions Leader, which I have to say is probably the best title our industry has at the moment. Talk to talk to me a little bit about then what what do you do with that title? Like given this vision, what what are you trying to accomplish? You know, really, it's it's looking at the overall picture. How can how can we add more value to our product and solve solutions for people out there in the industry? It's not it's not just about components. You know, you can talk about whether it's panelized components, trusses, all these are parts and pieces. You know, we're really trying to find a complete solution to our customer's problem. We, we need to listen uh, to our customers um, and, and figure out what that solution is. So that's that's what I uh, my job is, and that's what I'm excited about, is, is looking at uh, the whole building process and how can we solve those problems together with our customers, with our awesome team uh, to be able to, to make that a reality. Cool. All right. So 
Let's talk a little bit more about this new facility that you guys just broke ground on. Um, you know, anytime a business in this industry makes an investment like that, you know, one of the first things we talk about really is the risk that you take on. And you touched upon that a little bit, Joel, in the first podcast. But with this collective vision that you guys are talking about, making your competition irrelevant, I mean, how does this new state-of-the-art facility make that happen? I mean, how how does it help you uh, provide even better solutions to your customers? It, 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 this is really just a start. Um, and this is just, and, and this this isn't for the faint of heart. This isn't for somebody looking at their P&L every month. Um, this is an answering to a board of investors that want to make a quarterly profit grow every single quarter. That's not going to work. Um, this trust plant with robotics and automation and solar is really just the start. You know, we're trying to take the industry from horses to tractors, or as Henry Ford said, right? And then we're giving, I, I met with a builder yesterday. We're giving solutions to problems they don't know they necessarily have. Or as Henry Ford said, you know, if I would have just gave people what they asked for, I would have gave them a faster horse. It's the same thing we're going through here. So yes, this is this is making things more efficient. We're going to build out. We're going to be able to double our capacity with the same amount of people. Um, but this plan is only going to be doing roofs and and floors. Um, after that, we'll start getting into the full components of all of it after this first initial purchase. So really, this is just to some degree the start of the uh, army and the way we're going to attack this industry, at least in at least in our little place in Wisconsin. So, you know, if you're in Virginia, you don't have to worry. You're okay. Call me anytime. Well, in some ways, that's the power of SBCI too, right? We, we get you connected with component manufacturers you don't compete against. But all right. So yeah, which are great. Shout out to all my friends in the industry. I don't have, I don't have that many. And, and I think fundamentally, Sean, is there risk? There's absolutely a risk. There's risk of getting out of bed in the morning. But, um, you know, the cool thing is we're in the shelter industry. It's it's one of the basic needs that people have. So looking at the statistics and data out there, you know, we're going to be continue to build houses and shelter for a long, long time in this world. So it's not that big a risk. In the grand scheme of things. Okay. I get that. Okay. So this facility, it's the first step, but it's not operational today. It's going to take a little bit to get built, but you're already incorporating it into your vision. You're incorporating it into your plans. I'm curious, can you share a little bit about how, now that you've made this decision to do this, you've made the investment, how is that affecting your priorities today? How is it affecting how you're interacting with your customers today? Is it is it changing your vision about what uh, projects you're going to take on, whether they're new customers or larger projects or whatever? Um, is it making you think about different or new product lines like closed wall panels? I'm just sort of curious, how does this affect the overall culture of, of Drexel? To me, a recruitment is, is awesome. Uh, to build that team is awesome. You share this vision uh, but we have all the way through design and robots and how we want to change the industry and how our mission is to supply happiness. I mean, um, and how we give back to our communities through these profit centers. That's way more exciting than saying, hey, it's 17 bucks an hour. Why don't you jump on, here's a hammer, why don't you jump on a table and, you know, make a nice living. So number one to me, it, it's been a really boom for the recruitment and retention of our team. And, and it's fun to be excited about new things. So that's been number one for us. Jason, what's your thoughts? No, absolutely. I think our, our team is re-energized for the, for the future. I think our customers are excited to have input and be a part uh, a part of that and seeing that we genuinely care about providing solutions for them. Okay, so 
let's end with sort of a 10 year, five and 10 year crystal ball moment. So you get this robotic trust plan up and running. You're five years down the road in, in making your vision a reality. Uh, how do you see your vision transforming? What do you see ne- coming next? Uh, what do you, what do you want to do after that? I want to get a new job. I'm good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> this industry is way too stressful. Come on. Let's get serious. Uh, no, I, I don't know if there is a next, you know, uh, Jason, I'm maybe, and Jason's always our, Jason's our absolute visionary of this company and does a, an amazing job with the visions. But the next is, is again, this is really just a start. So can we put siding on the walls? Um, can we close off the the, the foam, right? Can we, can we do the closed cell walls as you guys talk about it? Or um, get, what else can we do to help the builder on site through this process? How can we keep making a better mousetrap? I mean, we're, we're past the tip of the spears I mentioned on this podcast or the last, I believe in the technology side, but not the development of the product side. Uh, back to farmers and tractors. Was the Model T the end for Ford, right? Like, like yeah, it's, it's not the end for Ford. What's the next? We're going to make a better Model T, and then eventually we're probably going to have a different product line, right? Right all in the same category, but uh, but we're not even close. I mean, most guys are still, again, almost everybody, at least in Wisconsin here, is, is still farming with horses. We have a long ways to go to convert most everybody to to tractors. So that that that's still going to be a struggle in five to ten years. And those and those first tractors didn't work great, right? Let's be honest. <laughs> there were a lot of tractors stuck in the mud and I'm, I'm sure we'll have obstacles along the way to fix jason i guess i guess you can have the last words here yeah i, I think that's exactly it it's, it's exploring and partnering up with uh pro- other product manufacturers so that we can think differently about you know all, building products in general are made have all been designed and made for on-site installation and handled by human beings if we're going to take the manufacturing process and and do more in in a plant and a facility with equipment and tools and robots we need to start looking at redesigning those products so that they're more integrated into the production facility i think you know five years down the road that's where we're going to be looking is is how can we work with the siding manufacturers and the electric electrical and mechanical and and coming up with new solutions uh, for the off-site industry Stabilize the price would be a great start, Jason. You can start on that today if you'd like. <laughs> I hear your five-year goal just just announced here on the podcast. I love it. <laughs> yeah, stabilize lumber pricing. How's that for a goal? Yeah, there you go. Yikes, Joe. You can actually take a new job if you figure that out because uh, you'll be living on an island somewhere that you purchased yourself. Yes, yes. I always, I always uh, uh, mock my team, saying, uh, you know, I'm, I'm one good deal away from going to Cabo, so that might be my one good deal. Absolutely. There you go. <laughs> well, Joel and Jason, thank you so much for being on this podcast. It's been a pure pleasure. It's been great, great talking to you, Sean. Uh, as always, uh, appreciate uh, and the conversations that we have. Thank you to you, Sean, and, and thank you to the SBCA. Um, you guys are a great industry source for knowledge and expertise and camaraderie. Um, kudos to all of you that are, are in this industry. It's awesome. Uh, we need more of you all. And again, thank you, Sean, for taking the time to ask us to come on and, and broadcasting our vision and our message. Absolutely. Well, if you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please give this podcast a favorable rating and share it with others. Also, consider subscribing to SBCA's Component Connection podcast on whatever platform you use most. That way, you'll immediately know when we publish our next podcast. 
This has been a Component Connection podcast brought to you by SBCA. If there's a topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, send it to podcast at sbcacomponents.com.